Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the deadly damage caused by Tropical Storm Nicole after making landfall on Florida's east coast as a hurricane. Homes and buildings collapse into the ocean as hundreds of thousands are without power. CBS's Elise Preston is in hard-hit Daytona Beach. It's heartbreaking. Our town's in for some pretty hard times, I think. Breaking news, security threat. An international flight bound for the New York area is forced to turn around. The latest reporting. The stock market soars. With hopes inflation may have peaked, but credit card rates have reached a new record high. CBS's Lilia Luciano with what it means for you ahead of the holiday shopping season. Eye on America. In our unit alone, we've lost more to suicide and substance abuse than enemy fire. CBS's Margaret Brennan introduces us to the U.S. veterans cycling to help America's heroes. And the shocking discovery, what divers found while searching for wrecked planes from World War II. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Thursday night. Tonight, Tropical Storm Nicole is making its way across the state of Florida after slamming into the state's east coast as a Category 1 hurricane overnight. The rare November hurricane is the first to make landfall along the state's eastern coastline since Katrina in 2005. All of Florida's 67 counties are under a state of emergency as Nicole moves through the state before heading north later tonight. 
More than 160,000 homes and businesses are without power as tropical storm force winds have knocked down trees and power lines across the region. The most destructive damage came from the storm surge created by 16-foot waves, causing devastating erosion, washing away parts of the coastline. Officials say at least four people have died, including two killed by a downed power line. CBS's Elise Preston will start us off tonight from Daytona Beach. Good evening, Elise. Good evening, Nora. Remnants of Nicole are still being felt here in Nicole in, in Daytona Beach. And just a few blocks from where I'm standing, families along the East Coast are under a curfew until 7 a.m. tomorrow. This as workers assess the safety of buildings on the water. Homes along this barrier island teetered on the edge before Hurricane Nicole hit. Now many have crumbled into the ocean. Local officials in Volusia County say as many as 40 single homes and 19 hotels are compromised. No one's ever seen anything like this. We're worried about the condos. We're worried about free homing people. Walls are gone. Furniture is ruined. Everything these homeowners have worked for has been swept away by the sea. This whole area is unsafe as well. It's just compromised everything and it's creating basically almost like sinkholes underneath these houses. Back in September, Hurricane Ian undermined seawalls in the area, and there wasn't enough time to fix them before Nicole made a rare November landfall. This is obviously not as significant a storm as Hurricane Ian was, but coming on the heels of that, uh, you're seeing communities where you had a lot of that erosion on the coastline. You know, this has put some of those structures in jeopardy. Tonight, homes, roads, and the beach are all unsafe and residents are urged to stay indoors. At this time, we are not sure when the beach will be safe to visit again. Rising water and flooded roads have cut off neighborhoods, and here in Daytona Beach Shores, neighbors are overwhelmed by what it will take to rebuild their community. It's heartbreaking. Our town's in for some pretty hard times, I think. You do everything you can to be safe, but you can't control the hurricane. Across the state, more than 1,200 flights were canceled today. Meanwhile, flights in and out of Orlando International Airport resume tomorrow. Nora? Elise Preston, thank you so much. Well, Tropical Storm Nicole now moves north. Let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. Tropical Storm Nicole has hammered Florida throughout the day, and it is far from over. The tracks are going to continue up into Georgia and eventually into the Carolinas, producing a lot of wind and rain all along the way. You can see the wide swath of rain still forecast with a lot of severe thunderstorms potential on the front side. Places like Atlanta next to be hit up I-85 into Charlotte. Columbia, South Carolina gets hit, then eventually all the way into the northeast, producing very heavy rain across the Ohio Valley and then right into New England as well. Some spots could get three to five inches of rain that could lead to some flash flooding. There is an area here from around Greenville, South Carolina, all the way to Burlington, Vermont, Nora. What a swath there that could see flash flooding over the next two days. Wow, Mike Bettis, thank you so much. Well, now to some breaking news on a possible national security threat aboard a plane that was headed to the New York area. CBS's Chris Van Cleve joins me now with the breaking details. All right, Chris, what can you tell us about this? Well, Nora, late today, U.S. intelligence officials became aware of a potential threat involving a passenger on that Newark to Athens, that Athens to Newark flight. 
from what well, from what we are learning, Greek authorities and the airline were then notified of the situation that prompted the plane to turn around. Cell phone video shows passengers deplaning orderly. Intelligence agencies and law enforcement are now actively working through what happened and assessing the seriousness of that reported threat. The Emirates Boeing 777 had 250 people on board. It returned to Athens after circling over Sardinia. Local media reports indicate it was escorted by Greek fighter jets. Now, one source tells CBS News, we did what we were supposed to do, meaning the system worked. U.S. authorities received concerning intelligence. They passed it along to the right people, and that plane landed safely. All right, Chris Van Cleve with those new details. Thank you very much. Two days after the critical midterm election votes are still being tabulated with control of Congress hanging in the balance. CBS News rates the House as lean Republican as the GOP inches closer to the magic number of 218. In Georgia, the next campaign is already underway as Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican Herschel Walker get ready for a December runoff. CBS's Mark Strassman is at a Walker rally tonight. It's the kickoff to the runoff. Day one of Georgia's overtime Senate race. Are you ready to do this one more time? Between incumbent Raphael Warnock and Republican Herschel Walker. At stake, potentially, control of the U.S. Senate. Some things in life are complicated. This ain't one of them. The Democratic Senate Campaign Committee will pour $7 million into field operations in Georgia. I'm sick and tired of people putting this country down. In a race where spending has exceeded $270 million. They're going to do everything they can to buy this seat, so I'm going to need your help. Two other Senate races remain uncalled. Vote counting could go on for days. As of late this afternoon, Arizona incumbent Mark Kelly leads Republican Blake Masters. In Nevada, Republican Adam Laxalt began the day narrowly ahead of Democratic incumbent Catherine Cortez Masto. Former President Trump, who endorsed Laxalt, posted without evidence that Nevada's Clark County has a corrupt voting system. Elections officials lashed back. Obviously, he's misinformed two years later about the law. Democrats are desperate to keep control of the Senate because Republicans seem poised to take control of the House. Roughly 40 House seats remain uncalled. As President Biden suggested today, it's hardly the red tsunami many Republicans expected. And experts said we couldn't beat the odds, but we did beat the odds. Here in North Georgia, they're setting up for a Herschel Walker event. Senator Ted Cruz will introduce Walker. This campaign has a tough decision ahead of it, whether to have former President Trump campaign for Walker here. Politically, Walker is something of a Trump creation, but candidates backed by Trump have had a, an embarrassing series of losses here. Nora? All right, Mark Strassman, thank you. Turning now to the economy in your pocketbooks, the latest consumer price index shows the U.S. inflation rate is up 7.7% compared to one year ago. But it appears to be slowing year over year. That's the smallest increase since January. And Wall Street certainly liked the news with the biggest rally in two years. The Dow was up more than 1,200 points. That's almost 4%. While Nasdaq jumped more than 7%. The S&P surged more than 5%. But stocks are not the only thing soaring, so are interest rates. In tonight's Money Watch, CBS's Lilia Luciano reports the average interest rate for a credit card has climbed to a record high. So much accumulated in such a quick amount of time. Kevin and Nora Gardner-Sinclair racked up nearly $20,000 in credit card debt in about four months. Our roof started leaking. 
our basement flooded, our car broke down. They pay $400 a month in interest alone. The average APR is now at more than 19%, an economic perfect storm for consumers, says Ted Rossman at Bankrate.com. The highest inflation rate in 40 years is combining with record high credit card balances and record high credit card rates. The Federal Reserve keeps hiking interest rates to curb inflation, but that means that now credit card interest rates are at historic highs and the holidays are right around the corner. The average household has $8,942 in debt, with some Americans expected to spend as much as $1,304 this holiday season. I'm worried a lot of people are going to go into debt this holiday season on top of the debt they may already have. What advice do you have for people who already have credit card debt? My top tip would be to get a 0% balance transfer card. Used properly, this could save you a lot of money. The Gardner Sinclairs made a plan to pay off their highest interest rate card first and keep going till they're debt free. Carrying a lot of debt, it limits our ability to be generous and participate in things that we feel passionate about. Another tip from Rossman is to stay away from those store cards. He says they tend to have the highest interest rate and you use them more to justify getting it in the first place, not to mention to use those discounts that they promote. Nora. Lilia Luciano, thank you so much. Today in Chicago, an ugly racist symbol was found at the future site of the Obama Presidential Center. A noose was discovered at the construction site this morning. Operations were halted and the police were called. A $100,000 reward has been offered for information leading to those responsible for what officials described as this shameless act of cowardice and hate. The Pentagon today announced another $400 million in aid to Ukraine. It includes four mobile air defense systems, as well as surface-to-air missiles. This is General Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, who reports more than 100,000 Russian soldiers have been killed or wounded during the war. CBS's Chris Livesay reports from Kyiv. The Ukrainian flag flying again. And locals no longer afraid to speak Ukrainian, so they sing it in their national anthem. Our boys, they cry, thank you, we prayed for you to come. Kherson was the Kremlin's crowning achievement, holding the region captive since the start of the invasion and forcing Ukrainians to spend Russian rubles, fly the Russian flag, even move their clocks forward one hour to Moscow time. Today, Ukrainian forces are winding it back, reclaiming villages one by one. But with extreme caution, Russian forces leave behind a deadly trail of mines and booby traps, and they still hold the city of Kherson itself. And it could, after all, be a trap. The enemy, says President Zelensky, does not hand out gifts. But the enemy has suffered loss after loss in recent months and may be on the brink. It will take some time uh, until uh, Ukrainian troops will enter the liberated areas, uh, which are heavily mined, and it will take a lot of time to clear up. Russian troops will uh, leave the area, for example, till the end of this month. Probably it will be over by uh, December. Now, according to Russian state TV, the Kremlin was hoping the GOP would win big in midterm elections so it would cut off funding to Ukraine. So far, the U.S. has sent more than $18 billion. Nora. Chris Livesay, thank you. 
Since the attacks on September 11, 2001, more than 7,000 U.S. service members have died in military operations. During that same time period, about four times as many, more than 30,000 active duty service members and veterans have died by suicide. In tonight's Eye in America, CBS's Margaret Brennan introduces us to a veteran who is raising money to honor the dead and support the living. You've got fans. <laughs> <laughs> After four combat tours in Afghanistan, retired Army Colonel Chris Kalenda wanted to honor his fellow soldiers. So you went from not riding a bicycle in 20 years to riding 1,700 miles. I said to myself, you know, I'm not getting any younger. Kalenda biked cross-country to visit the grave sites of the six fallen paratroopers from the unit he commanded. These are the names of the guys. How does it feel to have completed it now? I feel a lot of gratitude. Gratitude for the service and sacrifice of, of our six fallen heroes. Gratitude for the 800 uh, who had my back for 15 months. Combat changed the survivors. The Many struggle with post-traumatic stress. One of our paratroopers, he now lives in a dumpster. He's a meth addict. In our unit alone, we've lost more to suicide and substance abuse than enemy fire. We had uh, one of our paratroopers die two weeks ago by suicide. How should people ask veterans about their service? What was the best experience you ever had? Um, what, was, what was the most awesome thing about your service? Very positive questions. The chaotic end to the U.S. war in Afghanistan also triggered emotions. Over 2,300 service members killed to include six of my own from my own unit. Tens of thousands wounded, $2 trillion spent, 20 years, and to see it all come crashing down like a house of cards, I was, I was very angry. He put it all into that ride, scaling a steep four-mile hill in Pennsylvania to visit the grave of Captain Dave Boris. I don't think I ever gave myself the permission, the room to grieve for him. I'm imagining Dave next to me. Of course, he would have beat me up that mountain. He would have been taunting me the whole way. On that 1,700-mile journey, he learned that sometimes you've got to open old wounds to heal better. For Eye on America, Margaret Brennan, Washington. We're thinking of our veterans. Coming up, a piece of NASA history is found off the coast of Florida. The incredible discovery dating back more than 35 years when we return. Tonight's Eye on America segment is sponsored by United Healthcare Medicare Plans. Get Medicare with more. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? 
and the Coast Guard. We think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. NASA confirmed a startling discovery today. Wreckage found off the Florida coast near Cape Canaveral is part of the space shuttle Challenger. Thermal tile seen here led investigators to believe it's part of the shuttle's underbelly. Divers discovered it months ago. It's said to be the first Challenger wreckage found in 25 years. The shuttle exploded shortly after liftoff in 1986, killing all seven astronauts on board, including teacher Krista McAuliffe. Word today that nearly 150,000 mockingbird strollers purchased online or at Target stores in the last two and a half years are being recalled. The Consumer Product Safety Commission says the lower end of the frame can crack, causing a child inside the stroller to fall. At least eight children have been injured. Mockingbird will supply a fix free of charge. Two Kansas City police officers race to the rescue of a baby. The life-saving moment that was caught on camera. We'll have that when we return. Frightening body cam video shows two Kansas City police officers saving an infant. The officers charged into the home after receiving a call that the one-month-old suffering from RSV wasn't breathing. While the officers worked together performing chest compressions, then back thrusts, finally the good news. She's breathing now. She is breathing. Amazing. The baby girl was hospitalized and has recovered. That's some good news. We'll be right back. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Finally tonight, world leaders are gathering in Egypt this week for the United Nations Annual Climate Summit. CBS's Ben Tracy introduces us to a young climate activist who is using her voice to call for urgent action. The climate crisis is impacting people, and yet we are still holding conferences. 25-year-old Vanessa Nakate has become the face of climate activism in Africa, a continent impacted by extreme heat waves, drought, and famine. It is heartbreaking and frustrating because you didn't cause this crisis, but then you are suffering the impacts. Nakate started a youth climate movement in her native Uganda in 2019, inspired by Swedish climate activist Greta Thunberg. What is it do you think that young people understand about climate change that a lot of adults don't seem to? I think young people understand the science. I think they understand the urgency of the problem. In 2020, Nikante was photographed with other young climate activists, all of them white. But when it was distributed around the world, Nikante 
was cropped out. Does that mean that the people from Africa don't have any value at all? Nakata used that to fuel her fight for climate justice and wants world leaders to talk less and do more. We need to move from promises to real action. I expect something good will come out. Ben Tracy, CBS News, New York. And we'll be watching. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. And remember that if you can't watch us live, set your DVR so you can watch us later. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.